stupid rock. How am I supposed to listen to the Retro Rewind podcast with that? Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions. Scanning for Caravan of Courage and E. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 135, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. There's also a Patreon link if you'd like to be one of our awesome patrons helping fund the show alongside Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, Patrick Hicks, Michael Kelso, Diego Avila, The Feeling Film Podcast, Pierre Guzman, and a secret patron as well. Thank you all so much for your your support it helps our caravan be courageous so we really yeah <laughs> my name is francisco ruiz i'm a dad designer and delayed on discovering d words for this episode but i predicted that an ewok adventure caravan of courage or caravan of courage an ewok adventure or star wars ewok adventure caravan of courage however you want to say it was a tragic movie and i'm joined what? As always, by my good friend and co-host and fellow Ewok, Paul, the Master Interrupter Power. Say, Paul. Hello, Francisco. Paul, my trivial question for you is thus. The Ewok language was based on Tibetan. Paul, do you speak any other languages? Uh, uh, Java? No. <laughs> oh, I wish. Not anymore. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Did you used to speak some Japanese? Uh, very little. Not, not, not enough to get around. I spoke more German, but oh, okay. I know even less of that than I do Japanese now. So. Uh, okay. Very well. You're saying the Axis languages. Got it. Um, yeah. <laughs> what was your prediction, Paul? Unfortunately, I predicted this movie would be tragic as well. Tragic as well. All right. We'd like to welcome back. There are sort of regulars for uh, Star Wars movies and content. I'd like to welcome back to the show first our chief engineer, Danae Burge. Ah, dang it. <laughs> you got to leave it in. You got to leave it in. It's Burge. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, like Faberge. If you go back to retroreonpodcast.com slash 79, I did that exact same thing. <laughs> really? Yes. Cause, well, and I was re-listening to it. That's why I think I, it was in my head. Uh, uh-huh. Didn't I go, it's actually Berg? <laughs> or something? No, 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 you said exactly what you just said. Oh. It's, it's, it's here. Like, it. Leave it in. Leave it in is what she said. <laughs> no, no. After oh. that. Oh, like Travis Are, said, it's like Berger. <laughs> yes, yes. I think that. And then Paul said, choose your moms, choose Jeff or Giff or something like that. It's, Having flashbacks. Hey, Danae. Hey, thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Uh, we have one more guest, your husband, Travis Burt, but we'll introduce him in a second. Hold your horses, Travis. That was a fake intro. Yeah. <laughs> First, Danae, I'd like to ask you a trivial question. One of the map paintings includes Winnie the Pooh sitting in a tree. In what? Yeah, apparently. That's what no. IMDb has to say anyway. Danae, who is your favorite Winnie the Pooh character? Oh, I think I liked Rue the best. Oh, yeah. I think. That's the, I'm trying to remember. That's the kid inside the yeah. mom, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I can. The Joey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the kid inside the mom. Whatever. <laughs> the baby kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> I like Kanga and Rue. <laughs> and Danae, what was your prediction for Caravan of Courage? Because I remembered very little, I predicted nostalgic. Oh, okay. We'll nice. leave it there. Ah, finally. Yeah, this horrible tragic den. Yeah. And finally, 
We'd like to also welcome back to the show our other chief engineer, Travis Berg. Hey, Travis. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Glad you both are back. Travis, my trivial question for you is this. The Ewok actors all wore baby blue pajamas under their costumes. Travis, what color pajamas do you prefer to wear? Uh, green with a dinosaur print. Nice. nice. That's strong. Can you confirm Denae that? Denae made Denae? them for me. Oh, really? Uh-huh. That's awesome. Travis, and what was your, uh, I was trying to think of a dino pun, but none of it's coming to me. What was your prediction for Ewoks? Uh, nostalgic. Nostalgic. All right. Apparently we're more hopeful than you are. Yeah. Let's see if we can crush we, those it, hopes. Uh, <laughs> or we need a new hope, Francis. Oh, there it is. The Force Awakens. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but Paul, will you please uh, enter our course for us so we can talk about whether this actually is more of a nostalgic, or maybe even a classic. Nope. I'm going to be the rogue one. <laughs> All right, Don't make fine. me strike back, Paul. <laughs> oh, no. We need to stop this now before <laughs> something returns or has revenge. I don't know. Uh, let's, let's have a roundtable discussion on Ewok Adventure, the Caravan of Courage, including what we liked and what we liked the most, and also what we disliked, including what we disliked the most. And we'll come back for... I don't know. <laughs> what are we coming back for? Announcements. Let's just let's just stay in the. Uh, wait, we have announcements. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Join young castaway Sindel Tawani and her older brother Mace on an incredible odyssey across the forest moon of Endor as they search for their missing parents. Caravan of Courage. You will live the adventure. You will love its heroes. It's a great trailer. <laughs> will we love their heroes? Well, I don't know if our memories sort of would suss that out, but let's see with our memory mind melt synopsis for Caravan of Courage. A spaceship carrying one single family crashes on the moon of Endor, where the Ewoks live. Then mom and dad die, oh no, leaving an older son and a younger daughter. Or maybe just the brother and sister get stranded on Endor and Ewoks take care of them. Either way, there are Ewoks there. Definitely Ewoks. <laughs> Bad things happen for the Ewoks. Probably magic is involved and I suppose some sort of monster that is not a Rancor. Uh, maybe that's when the Ewoks form a caravan? But there's also a broken Millennium Falcon and definitely no parents. Bro, Sis, and Wicket have to scale ginormous steps to get to the giant. The brother may or may not die trying to help the Ewoks. One Ewok gets hurt through a very emotional escape from the monster, and the hurt Ewok gives up, gives up his axe, but the kids don't want it because he'll die. But they finally defeat the evil by being courageous, and they live happily ever after. I'm sorry, but that was... Not all of it, but some of it. Uh, Paul, will you please tell us how this movie sort of technically panned out? Like who was in it, how well it did at the box office, a.k.a. TV. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's call it the Ewok Adventure, Caravan of Courage for now, whatever. It was released on TV on November 25th, 1984. So it was a Thanksgiving movie on TV. Sure. Runs an hour and 36 minutes. 
and directed by John Cordy and stars Eric Walker, where Warwick Davis, a bunch of people like Guy Boyd, Burl Ives, Daniel Fishburne, Debbie, Tony Cox, maybe some other people you've never heard of. Yeah, uh, but uh, speaking of some of those, Warwick Davis, who played Wicket, was also in Star Wars Return of the Jedi, which we covered in RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 79, also with Danae and Travis. And he was also in Labyrinth, which was slash 13. Tony Cox, who played Whittle, was also in Return of the Jedi slash 79, and Spaceballs slash 52. And Debbie Lee Carrington, was, who played Weechie, was also in Return of the Jedi. Did we cover the prequels? No, we never have covered the prequels. Really? We'll have to remedy that. <laughs> anyway. There was a reason. Oh. Well, I find new people to remedy that with then. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the budget of this film was about $3 million, and it was only released in theaters in Europe and didn't gross $1 million. So. Ooh. Well, you know, it's hard to make a lot of money back theater from ticket sales when you don't really lease in a lot of theaters. That's true. But we got to watch Maybe. it on TV, so that was fun. The product Maybe placement they... was probably great. They probably got a lot of merchandise money out of that. Oh, oh I'm thinking, I don't remember like Pepsi or anything. In no, this. they probably made a lot of money out of yes. it just advertising mm. since it was a TV yeah. special. And I remember right. having like a this sort of almost this pop-out Ewok board game. Where the trees went way high above the board and stuff, and that I sounds vaguely familiar. Really liking it. We should look it up. Uh, we will At do that point. after this. Well, I think I've tried to find it before, but I never could. After these messages, we'll be right, right back. <laughs> but let's move on to the things uh, we liked about. I like this board game. Oh my god! <laughs> where the trees went way up about <laughs> Ewok, the Ewok Adventure Caravan of Courage. Let's start with uh, one more guess. Let's start with Travis this time. What's one thing you liked about Ewoks and Caravans and Courage? Uh, I liked it kind of fleshed out some more of the other paths for heroes. For example, the brother Mace had a mm-hmm. very terrible attitude, and it was very clear that George intended him to become a Sith later <laughs> in life. <laughs> oh, nice. Is the, so I like that. Is that really going to happen? Is that a dislike turned into a like? No, he, no. Well, I won't. I won't spoil anything. <laughs> but uh, no, that will not happen. Okay. <laughs> that we know of yet. Uh, Danae, what's something you did? You liked? Uh, wow. I liked that they had a few different reprises of the Ewok theme that was used oh, in the movie. Yes. I thought that was yes. neat. I mean, the music was different. Yeah. But when they did have. The Ewok theme, you're like, okay, it ties it into the original mm-hmm. movies. This actually so feels like Star Wars. It feels Wars familiar, now. right? It was like a nod to the the original trilogy. Yeah, totally. Uh, how about you, Paul? What's something you like? I liked the opening where it was narrated by Burl Ives. I totally okay. forgot about that, and I was like, yes, I love Burl Ives' voice. So I thought that was a great way to tie it back home. It made me feel like home and comfy and warm. I Do you think... want to feel like home and comfy and warm in an Ewok Ye- movie? Yeah. No? You want to feel like destitute, stranded, like, help Well, me. I'm not, I don't really feel like I'm on an adventure if I'm comfy at home. Ah, see, that's you're in a safe place. <laughs> comfy. At, let the Ewoks have their adventure while you're comfortable. I think it was funny. We were all watching together and Francisco's like, that's, that's a snowman from Rudolph. <laughs> 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 I was like, wait. That's like a famous actor. We had to look at. We're like, it's Burl Ives. 
Is he in other things? Yeah, he's yes. like a famous musician, right? He's he's a singer. Yes, a, no a folk idea. singer. Yeah, yeah. I, I just know him from Rudolph. He's the snowman from Rudolph. <laughs> That's you it. need to watch Summer Magic. Um, let's yeah, see, I'll get right on that. Something I liked about this was I feel like I mean he's probably the 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 main character people connected with in Return of the Jedi, but Wicket is still I felt a funny walk. I was glad that they brought him back. Uh, he's definitely one of my favorite Ewoks, so it's, it's fun seeing him again. Were there any Ewoks you guys gravitated towards? <laughs> I was surprised that I gravitated towards Deej so much. And what's which, the name of the? Which one is that? It, that's Wicket's dad. Oh, okay. Um, uh, did you guys watch it with subtitles? Nope. No. Oh, I that would have helped. Their names. Yeah. 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 Because oh, I watched with subtitles on. He's like, Deej. A lot of times it was Deej. Uh, that was Wicked's dad. But what was the name of the... Do you remember the name of the guy with the axe? The one? Oh, no, I don't. We but looked it up. I, I loved him a lot, too. Chuck a truck or something <laughs> yeah. like... I don't know. Yeah. Let me look it up. All right. But anyway, I thought he stood out by the end. I was like, yeah, when he died, I was sad to see him go. So he stood yeah. out to me. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and say that was my next like that the woodcutter Ewok is so the boss. I, I wanted to see an adventure with just him. I, I just loved him so much. I loved him as a kid too. And it was like, oh man, yeah, you're the one I really liked. Yeah, you uh, got a Chuck a truck. That was his name. Oh Chuck yes. Spot on. Well done, Paul. Uh let's go back though to Travis. What's something else you liked? Well, it's kind of a like and a dislike, but it, it goes along with the woodcutter, the uh mm. all the, the fairy like wood sprite light creatures. Oh really? Okay. Um that was kinda of, that was pretty fun. And especially <laughs> when they're like, We're really hungry. Oh, there's these wood sprite creatures and then and they weren't hungry anymore. Yeah. Solves that problem. <laughs> it's like it was magic. Wait, what? That's that's why the I don't know, maybe I was just I I was so confused by that scene. So they, it was a they were hungry, scene. and then yeah. they weren't hungry after yeah. the wood, those sprites. Isn't they didn't nice? seem to be as concerned about being hungry. Oh, all right. Yeah, distraction. That, that did yeah. not ADD. read for me, but okay, cool. I was surprised by the actress who played Sindel, the mm. girl. Mm-hmm. I brought. I thought she brought a lot of weight to it for such a small. And young person, Aubrey Miller. I thought she did a good job in this film. Yeah. Would you guys agree with that, Travis or Danae? Yep. I would agree. And her headband was killing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you knew which one was the girl. Not to be confused with all the Ewoks. It was like a scrunchy headband. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. From the future. <laughs> yeah. So, sidebar, Paul, I'm curious. Do you think... Katek would approve of her curly hair because it's blonde? We should ask. <laughs> Does Katek not like curly hair? No. Um, <laughs> uh, no. That's like a running gag now oh. that we played up in our Top Gun episode, which uh. you can listen to. I think that's 115. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of tying in with what Travis said, there was a few of this of the special effects. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're limited, but a few of them that I thought were funny, at least. So the the wispies, so the little fairies, I thought that was pretty creatively done for a TV special. And then I really bizarrely liked the spinning arrowhead. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, not because it was great. I just thought it was really funny how they did it. So Very cool. as a function of indicating the entrance to the to the cave, I was like, ah, okay, this is really, it's dorky, but I enjoyed it. And it's actually a pretty good practical effect. Uh-huh. Whenever yeah. The, yeah. yeah they're working with what you got, 
back then was it's nice to see right that. Yeah. Low, lower budget mm-hmm. i just thought it was funny yeah in the lake scene too that was i think oh somewhere. where he was like oh, drowning yeah. under the surface yeah how did yeah. he do something oh, like that I've, wow. I've never been really sure uh, you Probably know what when i come up and visit i'll show you i'll push you in a, in a lake <laughs> and then put a piece of glass <laughs> over the top yeah why is a camera why isn't there any more retro rerun podcasts? I don't, oh, oh wait, here's a new episode. Why is Paul the only one on it? This is weird. Francisco <laughs> <laughs> wanted to know how they did that trick, <laughs> and I didn't have a stick to get him out. So there was just the a one. magic one. There was just yeah. the one stick. <laughs> Every other stick I put in there wouldn't help, but you know I didn't have that magic dis- stick. Kept disintegrating. <laughs> yeah. Travis, why don't you give us one more thing you liked before we get to our classic makers and I come up with a plan to survive Paul's murder. <laughs> Wait, no. That didn't come Special, <laughs> effect, special <laughs> effects special demonstration. Effect. Yes, thank you, Danae. Travis, The deadly d- special effects. <laughs> I, I liked one thing. I, it sounds like it's a dislike, but I actually kind of just it made it uh, feel kind of campy. Okay. It was just the various things that kind of broke up the action, whether it was like some slapstick humor to break up the drama of like, these kids don't know if their parents are dead or alive. Oh, okay. Or like, oh, here's a donkey eating some carrots. <laughs> like, why is there a donkey on Endor? Also, why is there a donkey? <laughs> <laughs> Why are there any of these animals on Endor? Why are Endor? there bell peppers on Endor? It's we're getting crazy. we're getting too far ahead of ourselves. Yes, yes. So <laughs> just a tad. So let's go ahead and talk about the things that we love the most about this movie, regardless of how fake or real it was. These are the things we really, really were compelled by. So let's start with Paul. Compelled by Wicket the Ewok. Oh, is that uh, your class? Basically, we. Yeah, what you said earlier, Francisco. Uh, I'm one of those people that loved the Ewoks in the Return of the Jedi movie, here, here. and so to, to see Wicked again was a nice throwback and something to connect with, and I thought Warwick did, Davis did a great job of acting, especially for, like, a th- I think he was 13 years old at the time of making this. Yeah, oh, wow. he, was, he was born in 1970, and I think Return yeah. of the Jedi was 82 or 83, maybe 81, something like that. And, and this is 84, so yeah, if he so, yeah. worked on it the year before, he'd be 13. Yeah, so. geez. There's a reason why they picked him to play this role. And yeah. It was fun to see him re- reprise that role. Uh-huh. Very cool. Uh, Danae, what's your classic maker? Um, Paul actually already touched on it a little bit, but I really <laughs> liked Sindel the, oh, yeah, as yeah. a character. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really young, and mm-hmm. she could have just been... I mean, some of the dialogue was a little cheesy, but I felt like her acting was more genuine than really any of the other adults in the movie or, you know, teenagers or adults. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, a, it was the most genuine character portrayal and she was, she was actually really cute and her hair was super cute. So mm-hmm. her yeah. hair is the classic maker. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Kate. I think now I was about to say maybe even Katek would have liked oh, it. Yeah, maybe true. It was so curly. It was. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I definitely felt like her acting was definitely the best yeah. among uh, yeah, just what you said. Travis, what is your classic maker? Some, kind of similar to Paul, my classic maker was Ewok Witch Doctor with like the bird skull on his head. Oh, yeah, but yeah. just kind of tying into that universe. Like there, that was one of the few scenes that had mm-hmm. the the tree houses mm-hmm. from Jedi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then that character too. And the, they're in there like, oh yeah, yeah that's totally the same universe. Yeah, because yeah. at first we were, a little, we were talking that we were a little confused. Why are they all on the ground when we remember yeah. the Jedi them being in the uh, trees? Yeah, yeah, but... ahead of ourselves. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. 
Ugh. One more classic maker from me. I'm interested to hear if you disagree with this in the next section, but I oh, felt like totally. the the creature designs were of the monsters, like the giant and his dog, I guess, really imaginative. I wouldn't have expected mm-hmm. them to look that way, and I, I, I liked how they were pulled off. I feel like they his were... His luscious s- long hair. <laughs> Dude, he had, like, a Fabio wig. He did. Don't make fun of Gorax. <laughs> he was basically an Herbal Essences commercial. Yes. Yeah, pretty much, I suppose. I still thought... Like his he, like snout and just overall. Okay, like, even you remember the character that attacked them in the tree? How it was like a hand puppet? Even that that was a good character design. Attacked them in the tree. It was oh. like that boar. It was his dog, like yeah. the boar thing. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. I thought it was interesting how what it looked like, and All I'm right. not saying it was necessarily puppeteered and animated the best. Okay, but just overall, it was an original design, mm-hmm. and I thought that was cool to see uh, more of this world building of Endor, which you okay. didn't. Get to, you only saw Ewoks pretty much. That's before. true. That's a good point. I mean, it's not Jem Henson. Scale imaginative no, or not. quality, but well, actually, wasn't this Jim Henson creature shop? I feel like it was. This was John Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's put a pin on this, and uh, the we'll other save. <laughs> we'll save the rest of this talk for the next <laughs> section. All right, let's get yeah. back into our conversation on an Ewok adventure, Caravan of Courage, but talking about the things that didn't hold up so well. Let's begin with. Danae this time. I did not like the costumes of the Ewoks hmm. in this one. And I didn't go back and look at pictures from like Return of the Jedi to compare compare comparison oh. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um they went some of the shots, they just look like really cheap, like fleecy fabric. Mm-hmm. And it just did, they didn't look well put together. The faces also didn't seem like they were as emotive as they were in yeah. the original movie, which I didn't like as much. Mm-hmm. It was like they they made them Ewoks, but they didn't really seem like they had the same character. I, you know, I completely agree with that. And but I wonder mm. if it had, if there was something about the cinematography and how it was lit. Because mm. I feel like mm. why wouldn't this came out after Return of the Jedi? There's I can't think of any reason for them not to use the same costumes mm-hmm. and everything. But I feel like this was not lit nearly to the level of, uh, you know, a, a full run Star Wars movie. So I, I maybe I almost, these were more like caveman Ewoks and not like you know fully developed like business suit it's Ewoks. It's wicked. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same guys. The witch doctor and wicked makes you think that it's the same village. So I'm right. Wa- I'm wondering if you know since the background, which we'll get, you know, we'll talk to the setting with Winnie the Pooh in the background. yeah. No, <laughs> just like the background, the the filming location was more brown. I wonder if that made the costume stand out as more obviously. Uh, like you're not dis- as distracted by the greenery. Maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe it's a little bit more obvious to see the differences in the brown. I mm. I think the contrast setting was set lower, so it didn't. Never mind. Continue. Like I said, the line, <laughs> Travis. What's something yes. you didn't like? Uh, well, we kind of talked about it before, but I didn't like that all the Ewoks lived on the ground. Where are mm. those tree houses at? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's almost like the witch doctor was the only one who was in the. <laughs> in the treehouse as opposed to the wicked and his family or, or something seemed to be on the ground. Yeah. And, and since we're talking about the terrain here, I thought this was the forest moon of Endor. And then all of a sudden half yep. the movie's not in the forest. It's like, uh, hello. 
Apparently, Skywalker Ranch is apparent is now the force of indoor. <laughs> oh, instead of the redwoods, yeah. in the rolling bare hills of California. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that, most, so of, that, most of this was ahead. filmed like five miles outside of Skywalker Ranch. But yeah, that was a little. I mean, I'm I'm of two minds about it. For one, I feel like to have a whole planet with the same uh, forest. Well, uh, topology. I think that's the right word. Mm-hmm. Um, Topography all the way around. It seems a bit not like this. But it's Use still wicked. I mean, how far away from home is wicked really going on on his planet? That's a good point. Yeah. If it was a different character, maybe a different family group, I could see that. That they would just have touches of the tree houses. It's a different tribe. Yeah, exactly. But this is they're trying to have the same characters for continuity, but a totally different setting. That's a good point. Yeah, I I have no good try. <laughs> I mean, you gotta say though, as they go on in the movie on their journey, then yeah, that makes sense for the. But you're talking about within their main vicinity with the like the hang gliding and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, something I didn't like was I know you guys seem to be goo goo gaga over Earl Ives, Earl Ives, whatever. Oh his name my is. gosh! You cannot. He was Don't only in it. He was only in it for like less than a minute, and this is one of your dislikes. You can't even pronounce the guy's name. Earl Ives. It's fine if you don't like Earl Ives. He wasn't in the movie. It's weird you'd bring that up. <laughs> really weird. Okay, Earl Ives was fine, but I really wish there was a way that they could have done the story without narration. I felt like that just. I thought it helped. Like, here are these two Ewoks talking. I was like, oh, thank you, bro. I was wondering what was going on. But that's what I'm saying. I wish they could figure out a way to do it without. Because I just, I didn't like this constant exposition that happened every so often. I felt like I was watching almost a documentary as opposed to an adventure movie. Or like a nature special. Yes, yes, a nature special. Which makes it better. No, it doesn't. I had that as one of my dislikes before. I called my list down Uh that I didn't like the narration either. It felt really disjointed. (gasps) Thank you. And I think when you're thinking like there needed to be another way to do the exposition, that's probably how all the other movies do it with the crawl. So they don't have well, any background explanation well, yeah. required because you get all you need from the front. front have screen. I That's got good news you. for both of you? But it looks like Travis was about to say something, so okay. I'll let him speak. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. Okay. Oh, well, I have good. Oh, go ahead. I remember now. Um, yeah, maybe or if they would have had subtitles for what the Ewoks were yeah, saying I or something, that, that would have yeah. helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, I have good news for both of you in the. Next movie, there is no narration. What I mean by next movie is the uh, the Battle for Endor. Oh, okay. There's, Good. There's no narration. Good. No wonder I probably would Good. predict that nostalgic as opposed to tragic. Let's go back to... Actually, let's go to Paul. I don't think we've heard any of your dislikes yet. No. One of the things that I found funny and, and it's something I didn't like is... Okay, Mace, the, uh, the boy... Yeah, no, the original Mace of the Star Wars universe gets his uh, hand stuck in the tree and gets it gnarled on. Yes. And then later, the next scene, he points at his hand that's hurting, and it's the opposite yes. hand. Well, that's, so we mentioned that. And I'm saying, well, that's because that's the hand he was no. punching the creature with. No. And he got bloody we knuckles. We looked it up. It. it was a goof. Fine. As an actor and the people on the set, do you know which hand you got stuck? Let's go back to Danae. 
okay, if we had subtitles mm-hmm. for what the Ewoks were saying, there's so much of it that just felt really slow. I mean, yeah. they're just really long stretches where there's just not a lot happening, and it didn't need a lot of action. Mm-hmm. But when you can't understand dialogue, and it's just like creatures talking to each other in a language that you have no idea what they're saying, it's really hard to just like follow along with long sequences of minimal action. Starship crash. Yeah, <laughs> just it was really slow in a lot of parts. Yeah, yeah, they definitely seem to do way better at that. In Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. I think just because you had C-3PO doing, mm-hmm. I mean, doing half all of the, the sound translation. effects. And yeah, yeah. yeah. You got I, half of the conversation instead of just, okay, I have no idea. Exactly. Let's go back to Travis. Paul kind of hinted at it also, but so Mace on set, he's kind of portrayed as this, you know, tough brother protecting his sister, tries to fight off the Ewoks with his blaster when they first come. And then they go in the forest. He's like, oh, what's this weird creature in this tree? I'm going to stick my arm into the tree for it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't feel very genuine to his protective nature. Yeah, that's not, a good also point. Also not really smart. <laughs> yeah. But that's, this kid is what? He's maybe 11, 12, around, what? I don't know. What, how old do you think he is? supposed to be. I took him to be like 14. I did too. Okay. Kind of like mid to older teen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's just say that. But she, I could have. Uh, she has like an 8 to 10. but. Oh, I was saying she was like 6. Okay. Yeah, okay. 6 to 8. Anyway, I, I thought it was more real life, at least in my own life and other people, friends that I've had, where they're like really trying to act tough one minute and then the next... <laughs> And another, you know, like an hour later, two hours, they're scared of something. Nothing's consistent in that. I mean, I mean, that's more real uh, life than anything. I suppose. But this is a different real life. This is in a galaxy far, far away, a long time ago. People acted different back then. Teens are teens. No, because the force. Uh, something I didn't like was it's really off how the Ewok eyes specifically don't have quite the life in them. That Return of the Jedi did. And I, I know they like added blinking like in the... <laughs> I was about to say. With, uh, like, I, ILM added blinking and stuff, and this one didn't have blinking. But it wasn't that. It's just the, the look of the eyes themselves. So that that's something that I didn't care for. Dead eyes like dolls eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where is that from? You like can do it. Eyes. Oh, black and lifeless like. Like a doll's eyes. Oh, come on, Francisco. <laughs> Do you want a hint? Yes, please. Da, da. Oh, oh Jaws, of course. You should have done 700 men went into water. Of course. <sighs> RetroRewindPodcast.com slash something something. Uh, slash <laughs> slash one zero three for that, for our Jaws episode with Danae. Slash Danae's last episode. What's Most that? recent, I think so. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Last ever. It seems like forever ago, too, it which is crazy. Uh, something else I didn't like was the brother. I mean, I think you're kind of alluding to this, Travis. Or maybe not so much, but I thought he was just so annoying. And he was annoying. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. This is not your tragic maker? I know. I am surprised. Okay, continue. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited so for what your tragic maker and I felt like he was annoyingly acted. It's almost like George Lucas specifically directed him, a la directed Anakin, for how to act. A la Luke Skywalker uh, at the beginning. I want to go to uh, Tosh the Station park. and pick up some yeah. power converters. Yeah. 
But I just, I did not enjoy him. I mean, he is like the antithesis of Sindel, his sister, who I thought, like we said, did a great job. But I just, I did not like Mace. And who Poor was Eric Walker. Texas Ranger. Uh, <laughs> let's go back to... Oh, well, I was going to say before you jump. Oh, yeah, I don't know if some it. of it was the writing, but some of his lines, too, like, Sindel was sick. The medicine... And then he would just start saying it louder. No, the medicine. Like, they speak Ewok. They can't understand you no matter how loud you say The it. medicine. So ridiculous. The blessing. the words coming out of my mouth? <laughs> the blessing? Yeah. Where's that? Nice. From? <laughs> it's from Natural Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, right. I right, pledge right. allegiance. <laughs> Hey, where's my stogie? Top quote on IMDb for Caravan of Courage is, we need more medicine. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wow. What's another thing you didn't like, Danae? Going back to you. So I didn't like, um, there were a few times where they had safety, you know, they had Ewoks helping them, and they run away in the middle of the night for no reason. Right. (laughs) They have these people who are being nice, helping them try to find their parents and for no explicable reason, plot wise, they're like, no, we got to get away from here. We got to find mom and dad. These people are obviously not helping us. Which goes right back to why Mace is so annoying. He does all this crazy logic. Yeah. Zero logic involved. I know it's not his character necessarily, but plot wise just like does not make any sense at all. I get they're trying to force a plot point, but it's just, there's no lot. Yeah, I mean that that dog thing could have just attacked the Ewok village just as easily at night while they're sleeping. They weren't there. in a tree. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that is the perfect gave them the perfect opportunity right there. But let's go back to Paul. What's something else you didn't like? Okay, unlike Francisco, I did not enjoy the stop motion characters, uh, the the effects, especially <laughs> as a kid. I remember watching Return of the Jedi, and then watching this going, what happened? I didn't say I liked the the effects. I liked the design. I will say I did like the when it wasn't moving and they killed that creature and they took Mm -hmm. like two seconds Mm -hmm. to walk around it. I thought that was an amazing rendition of that puppet giant creature that, that after it was slain, while it was moving, while it was alive, horrible. Yeah. I wish... They had spent more time on it dead because that looked better <laughs> than when it was alive and with, moving. With yes. its luscious hair pooled all around. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not, not the, the Gorax. Not the Gorax. Oh, yeah, the, the, dog. The, big, no. the boar. The boar. I know what you're talking about. I thought yeah. that's what you're talking about, Paul, right? No? I'm talking about in the, I think it was in the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah the you're talking dog about thing. The, yeah. 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 The dog pig. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But all Third the stop pig. motion characters I just thought were subpar. Yeah. All right. I I can't rebut that. Uh, Let's go back to Travis. I didn't like the uh, what felt like a forced Western chase scene with that giant pumpkin carriage on the horse. Like they're getting ready after they rescue Mace from the lake, and uh, Sindel gets in it, and they're like, "Oh, this is coming! It's it's going to be a Western horse chase." And then he like the branch scares the horse or something, and then the horse runs off, and they have to go chase after Sindel. He's like, "Well, that was unnecessary." And predictable. <laughs> so predictable. You're you're uh, foreshadowing my uh, my tragic maker there, Travis. Uh oh. All right, Danae, why don't you give us one more thing you didn't like before we get to all our tragic makers? Yeah, we already kind of talked about it, but it was the where's the treehouses? Why is nothing green? Why are there normal animals 
normal vegetables, all this stuff. It did not feel like an alien planet moon. Because yeah. the budget was only three thousand dollars. <laughs> like, but why? But why have a llama? Why have all these animals that are very obviously not? I mean, just don't have them at all. I mean, they yeah. would just have a screen, like a shot, just of a llama. Like split because in nature documentary style. <laughs> Three million dollars was spent, but only ten thousand really, because this was a laundry <laughs> a money laundry scheme. <laughs> and they had many llamas at their disposal. Yes. Well, back and at Skywalker Ranch, yeah. <laughs> probably. They're probably just hanging out. It is a working yeah. ranch. Is it actually a working ranch? <laughs> I doubt it. Oh, Travis you know you can't it. take me seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they produce sounds and they hoard them together and they, uh, you know, march them up and down all day. Oh, I got to say that. Moo. Uh, <laughs> as in your point is moo. Okay, now let's get to our tragic makers, guys. The things we head most about Caravan of Courage. And since... We're sort of getting there with mine. I'll go ahead and just say, I like that there are these different tests on their journey. Like different things happen that they have to overcome. But I felt like all of them just seemed like nuisances. They didn't seem to have any lasting impact or make any changes to grow the characters. It's just like, oh, whoops, this happened. Let's let's figure it out. Okay. Now That's back part of to business. Makes it epic. No, it doesn't. If it if if there's a loss or if there's something something that they have to overcome that then helps them later on, mm-hmm. those are good reasons. But yeah. the most you get of that is that he left his stupid rock there, and Wicked had the foresight to think, oh, we might, this might be good to have. And then you get that at the end. So there's that. But other than, like, from the him being underwater, so what? The the sprites so what the horse chase thing so what none of it culminates in them they're just incidences that happen on their way to it didn't advance the plot it was just side adventures yeah it's just stuff we gotta pad this 80 minutes or whatever it is yeah they did oh oh, speaking of which that's true because George Lucas originally wanted a 30 minute special uh but they couldn't sell that to TV they all the only ABC said well, if you make it two hours, then we can do that. We could put it in our movie of the week slot. But no, no network was willing to buy even an hour slot. Oh, so geez. they had to. Exp- that was why it felt expanded so, because it literally was. That's why all the animal shots. <laughs> yeah, that's why the Ewoks talking to each other for long periods uh, of time. Man, well, it did not do the movie any favors in my book. Yeah, yeah uh, but I thought what they did to kind of it's kind of side point on yeah. yours, Francisco. Uh-huh. I thought it was cool that the witch doctor uh, Ewok introduced these different elements, and he said, "Okay, you need each one of these for the quest." And I wish if they had expanded were... on yes, that and totally. made that, that would have been great. But yes. they didn't, so they I agree did, with you there. They did use the sprites, though. I mean, that was ultimately what kind of defeated Gorax slash also killed the woodcutter, which I, was pretty annoying. Yeah. I guess that I they they were all used, but they weren't used to the greatest ability right. or uh, or no satisfying. A, there was no epiphany moment with it. It was yes. just like oh, right. it was so convenient. Wicket kept the rock instead of like right. oh, we needed this for this reason. It's yeah, just like oh, exactly. I threw that rock away. Yeah, right. or oh, we faced this challenge. Oh, maybe we can use the same thing at the to defeat the Gorax that, that we did in this previous thing. I mean, just, yeah. I, no planning. No, exactly. But enough about my Tragic Maker. Let's talk about Paul's Tragic Maker. 
I thought the Ewok acting was fine. The little girl, Sindel, her acting was fine. I want to give a shout out to her one more time, Aubrey Miller. But everyone else is <laughs> lame. Like the mother, the father, every human actor, even like, uh, it was just so bad. <laughs> the horses were terrible. Oh, everyone they, they, else. Yeah, the llamas, they phoned it in. I was so disappointed. Just apathetic. <laughs> yeah, but uh, seriously, overall, the acting just was a lot more eye-rolling and made me less engaged in the film than mm. if other actors had been involved, probably. Yeah. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Travis, why don't you give us your tragic maker? So my tragic maker, it's kind of started as a fun like with the Ewok's rope, and there's just apparent varying qualities of the rope. So oh, this right. movie starts out, and they've got this hang glider, which I assume there's some rope in there because they're flying with it. Yeah. And then the goat mm-hmm. chews through the rope. It's like, oh, that's kind of cute and fun. And then later, they're like, they trip the giant with it, and that doesn't break. But then yep. in other spots, it does break. Like when they're doing a rope, the snaps on the rope swing. So I don't know. That just for some reason that was what really did it. Wow. He was really excited for that rope. (laughs) Wait, are you saying that the ropes in the movie were inconsistent? Like the integrity of each of the various different ropes? Yeah, for no reason at all. I thought it was plot point. (laughs) It was filler time. I thought I thought you liked the rope because you were assuming it was the same rope throughout the whole movie and you're like there's that rope again because it was over and over and over oh i didn't even even think of that i think it probably maybe meant the macguffin of the rope oh i don't know what that means it's a it's a very uh holy word they no i i I do and i don't get yeah i was about to say this doesn't make any sense the way francisco used it (laughs) no The MacGuffin of the rope. Yeah, it's yeah. That sounds like art, it could be a book. That's if there is like one rope that all the, the one characters rope to them were all. trying to get or something. <clears throat> I'm there is the plans of the Death Star are the MacGuffin in uh, New Hope. Yeah, okay. uh, or it's the, the ring it's what dri- yeah it drives the story. Rings. Yeah, it's what everyone wants. Exactly. Travis wishes the rope was the MacGuffin, <laughs> 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 and it was the one rope the to, to uh, trip them all. Yes. <laughs> Well, Danae, why don't you close this out with the thing you wish maybe could have been better, but totally wasn't. Oh, so we talked a little bit about Mace just in general. Mm -hmm. The acting was bad. The writing for him was bad. And his character was so predictably just rageful and (laughs) volatile. So as (laughs) as we're watching, he would just completely swing from totally nice, totally acquiescent, going along with it. And predictably, I'm like, okay, he's going to have a rage moment here, just about like two seconds. And then he'd just flip out for no reason at all. And it would just go back and forth. It's just super predictably horrible. Just no point to it. Danae, I feel you're being insensitive to his bipolar needs. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) His, His teen angst bipolarity. Yes. Well, I thought it was weird. Like, oh, I hate this Ewok guy. Oh, he threw an axe. You know what? You're so yep. cool. Exactly. 100% that. Exactly. Yep. Like, exactly I'm it. all for, like, redeeming moments. And, You're like, horrible. Yeah. And reconciliation. But that's, talk about swinging from one extreme to another. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was just, like, whiplash emotionally. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Indeed. 
Well, let's see if our final rating gives us whiplash because we've entered all our target information into the firing computer. Us, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready, on your mark. Do we rate any walk adventure caravan of courage a classic? We would recommend anyone go out and see this, whether or not whether or not you've seen it before. It's totally worth that three hundred dollar price tag on Amazon for the DVD uh, double feature. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a nostalgic. We'd only recommend you rewatch this if you've never seen it before. Probably not worth your time to seek it out, or a tragic. It's not worth your time, whether or not you've seen it before. If you happen to have good memories, just leave those memories alone and don't sully them with a rewatch. Let's begin with our guests. Uh, let's start with Danae. How do you rate Caravan of Courage? Tragic. What? So unexpected. So what? You tragic. started off with nostalgic. What happened? <laughs> I had high hopes. <laughs> Fair enough. Travis, how about you? Uh, unless you can watch it in a Mystery Science Theater 3000 format with your friends, then it's definitely tragic. Oh. That might pull it. Otherwise, it might pull it to nostalgic. Sad, sad. Oh. Paul, is it a classic? <laughs> Let's put it this way. I have not seen this movie. I saw it several times as a kid. I haven't seen this movie in 30 years. Yeah. And I would me. recommend not watching it again. <laughs> For at least forty years, <laughs> um, super. So tragic. I, I would say it's it's tragic. It does have a little bit of nostalgic feel, but you have to wait for like several decades before rewatching it again, <laughs> right. if you're up for it. And then just do it for the for fun fact of it. Yeah, yeah. for the nostalgic reasons. Yeah. yeah, not for the movie quality. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, you guys, of course, not. I'm gonna rate this a classic, right? Yes. Never. No. Do no. it. Do it. No, 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 no. It's tragic for all the things we talked about. It's I would not watch this again. Uh, <laughs> I have I have higher hopes for Battle of Endor if we ever cover that. But uh Caravan of Courage. I and I actually don't really remember liking it so much as a kid. So I, I might watch pieces of this again just to laugh at how bad Mace is. Uh, yeah. But just like <laughs> select pieces. I think what you're saying though, Travis, if we did like if there was a riff tracks or or even if we did a commentary on this, that would make it a lot of fun and worth rewatching just for that added bit. I don't um, even know if that's possible. <laughs> why wouldn't that be possible? No, he's saying it's irredeemable. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Right. I think I meant doing a riff tracks I, wouldn't be possible. I'm like, no, I, I have the riff track versions of the Star Wars holiday special, and that's still unwatchable oh, even really? with the riff tracks. Oh wow. Yeah. That is bad. All right. <clears throat> so the Retro Rewind podcast rates New Walk Adventure, Caravan of Courage, a unanimous tragic movie. Just, uh, yeah, if you've ever seen this, just leave any good memories intact. And if you haven't, don't watch it. Uh, now let's get to our feedback and announcements. Comsat Online. Receiving incoming transmission. All right, so we don't have feedback, but I want to announce, uh, continue as always to go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash vote to vote up and down the movies you want us to cover. We love covering the movies that you want us to cover. 
Let me see a cover more often. <laughs> also, uh, glad you got that covered. Uh, also, go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash store to buy any of our t-shirts or hoodies. And thank you to anyone who has bought a t-shirt or hoodie. It makes a big difference in helping support the show. If you want to leave us feedback on this episode or any other, the best places to do it are on our Facebook group by going to retrorewindpodcast.com slash group. Well, with that, we have just about reached our last nav point and the end of the episode, but not the end of the show. Much like a level in Star Fox or Super Mario World, there is bonus content to discover. Uh, you don't need a cheat code or a stone that has an arrowhead in it. You just need to become one of our patrons on Patreon for as little as $1 an episode, and you'll get our new tubes, our 1.21 Game Watts. We just played a fun movie actor game round maybe someone, more fun for the listeners yeah someone ended up in the negative you'll have to be a patron to find out who and also pre and post show outtakes current movie reviews and lots more so hopefully you'll consider being one of our patrons now before we head back to nav point omega paul take it away all right next time on the retro rewind podcast stay tuned to find out what it is i mean just you know subscribe and find out whatever the next one yeah, is yeah. good point keep listening but until then you can find us on the retrojunkies.com <laughs> we are also part of the christian geek central network at christiangeekcentral.com so continue to listen to us on itunes and stitcher or whatever you're listening to us right now and you can support us through patreon and paypal and you can follow Follow us on the social media, like on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. But if you want to find me specifically, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links. Thank you so much, Paul. And thank you for being an awesome friend, an awesome co-host, an awesome fellow caravaner who's very (laughs) courageous. I was about to say, I have the courage to follow, yes. Yeah. Probably helps having those bazooka lava powers. I don't know. I just like riding in the back of a donkey in this big tent. I don't know. (laughs) You'd think that you need a big tent because you're pretty tall. So, Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But regardless, uh, we also want to say a special thank you to our guests, Danae and Travis. Thank you so much, guys, for coming back to the show. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, where can people where can people find you online? Is there anything you'd like to promote? You can find us both on Facebook at our respective accounts. Sweet. I also have an Instagram. I think you uh, can link to it from my show host yep. account. We have done that. Travis has nothing else. Okay. <laughs> I think I have a MySpace account. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I think you say that every I time. Think, yeah, I think you do. Yeah. Are you friends with Tom? He's in my top thirty. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, thank you both so much for coming back to the show. It's always fun having you on. Uh, and looking forward to when we cover the next movie or Star Wars related property. We should cover the Star Episodes Wars Episodes one and two. Scarwalker Ranch. Sorry. Scarwalker? Scarwalker? Say cross- hello to my little THX. See, I was thinking it was like a cross between Lion King meets Star oh, Wars because there, there are go. very common themes. Utini! Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I most like to thank you, you listening right now, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Thank you so much for listening to this show. Uh, we pray that you're able to experience some joy from listening to it. That puts a smile on your face. And thank you so much for subscribing. If you 
have this show coming in automatically to you for supporting this show via Patreon and PayPal and for sharing the podcast with your friends. That is a great way to just help more people uh, listen to our show, obviously. <laughs> but thank you for doing that. But like a Pokemon trainer, we got to catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Podcast. Podcast. Crash.